0: It's mailbag time. Today, Dr. Bryant Forrest answering some common questions he's been receiving.
1: Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be answering your questions on Access Health Radio.
0: And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday afternoon here on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Dr. Brian Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex, and we'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio.
1: We would like to thank WeCare Pharmacy of Apex for sponsoring our tip of the week. And we'd like to thank uh, Wake Family Eye Care, who sponsor Access Health Radio Trivia. uh, You can check them out at wakefamilyeyecare.com. And then we'd also like to thank Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower even than the big box pharmacies. Check them out at marleydrug.com.
0: So, Dr. Forrest, today it's a little bit different format. We do this every once in a while. You often receive questions from our listeners. And so, today we want to answer some of those. So, we're going to be covering a lot of different topics, but I can see a theme already. So, here's the first one What is the best COVID vaccine? And if you've already been vaccinated, how about the best booster? Because those are coming around now.
1: Wow, this is a, this is a tough question, Mike. But I'm I'm not going to dodge it. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give my opinion here. So uh, it, it seems like every week we get new and different information about the vaccine. Isn't that the truth? And, and at the time of this show, what I would say is that all of the approved vaccines. Uh, do offer some protection against COVID-19, especially for severe disease. But when you look at all the data, it appears that Moderna might give the strongest antibody response and therefore might theoretically work a little better and last a little longer. However, the difference between the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine is not a big difference in terms of overall protection. On the other hand, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine as a single dose is not as effective as either of the others, and it takes a second dose, in other words, the booster dose of the Johnson & Johnson, just to make it as effective as the Moderna or Pfizer initial vaccine. Hmm. And the new data on mixing vaccines seems to show that as a booster, Moderna gives the strongest antibody response followed by Pfizer, and third by the Johnson Johnson. So while I would not say one is clearly better, uh, this is what we know so far. And if I had not been vaccinated yet, I would slightly prefer the Moderna. And if I was getting a booster, uh, I would either stick with what I got the first time, unless that was J&J. And if it was the J&J or Johnson Johnson vaccine, then the booster I would get would probably be the Moderna booster. Now, all that is subject to change as we discover more every month. But that would be my recommendation as of now.
0: Okay, so, for instance, I got the Pfizer vaccine the first time. And so this time you would say I would probably be best served by getting a Moderna booster.
1: Well, no. If you got a Pfizer or you got a Moderna for your initial vaccination, Mm -hmm. uh, I would probably still stick with those. Oh, okay. Uh, On the other hand, if you got a Johnson and Johnson as your first vaccine, then I would definitely get a Moderna as the booster.
0: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Because that conflicted with some of the things that I was hearing in the news. So I'm glad to hear it straight from you, because I trust you more than I do those uh, talking heads. So I (laughs) appreciate that. All right. Let's go to our next question. Dr. Forrest, uh, this is different, but it's also about vaccines, but it's about a different one. This one is about the flu shot. Would you recommend getting the flu shot this year since the flu was not a big deal last year?
1: Well, uh, first, let me say yes, I would recommend the flu vaccine this year. I think based on the fact that people have been wearing masks and still using many precautions, it is likely to be a less severe flu season, and it's probably going to be a later flu season. uh, But going into 2022, uh, there may be a big resurgence in flu. Uh, And I also get this question a lot is, Should I get my flu shot on the same day as other vaccines? And while many say that it is safe to get multiple vaccines on the same day, including the CDC, I generally prefer people to get one vaccine at a time. Uh, And there's a couple of reasons for this. If if there is a reaction to the vaccine and you got two shots, how do you know which one you're allergic to?
0: Mm, Good point.
1: you know, also the, the likelihood of having some side effects like low grade fever or aches uh, is going to be higher if you received a vaccine in two arms instead of just one. You know, if both of your arms are sore, how are you going to get anything
0: done? You mm.
1: know? <laughs> so 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 while it is possible to get multiple vaccines on the same day for adults, I generally recommend separating them by at least a few weeks.
0: So you're taking away my excuse for doing things around the house. Okay, I see. I just can't do it. Honey, my arms really hurt. Okay, There you go. All right. On that note, it's time for a break, and people are uh, certainly wanting to get a break from my uh, so-called sense of humor. Straight ahead, Dr. Forrest is going to answer more of your recent questions here on Access Health Radio. We're answering your questions today here on Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest from Apex. It is the mailbag section today, and uh, here is our next question. Dr. Forrest, uh, this is about, we're definitely shifting gears now. We've been talking about vaccines now. It's about fish oil. It says, I've heard that it's beneficial, and I have too, but others say studies show no benefit from fish oil. Okay, so what's the truth about fish oil? Well,
1: fish oil or omega-3 fatty acids are available naturally in sources like salmon or in over-the-counter supplements. There are also prescription brands of fish oil. And for years, there's been evidence of benefits for things like heart disease, joint pain, and even cognitive function, uh, and even some improvement with uh, ADHD. However, the confusion comes from the fact that not all omega-3 fish oil are the same. Uh, There are two key types uh, in fish oil, and one of those, we won't say the long name, but the short version, uh, it's called EPA. EPA. And the other fish oil is called DHA. And most of the -the over-the-counter supplements contain a blend of those two types. The problem is that we have recently discovered that one of those fish oils, the DHA actually increases bad cholesterol levels. And that may be why in some studies when you've got mixed fish oil, it doesn't show any heart protecting benefits. However, it turns out that if you take fish oil, omega-3 fish oil, With only the EPA omega-3, it substantially reduces your risk of heart attacks and cardiovascular death. So as a general rule, if you are going to take fish oil to protect your heart or brain, then stick with the EPA-only versions. The prescription vasepa is an example of a naturally derived fish oil that only contains EPA. And that one has been shown in studies to reduce the risk of dying from cardiovascular disease by over 25%. And that's actually irregardless of whether you have high cholesterol or not, or if you're on cholesterol medicine or not. It gives you an additional 25% reduction in, in the likelihood of dying from cardiovascular disease.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, that's pretty significant. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Okay. Our next question is about how to save some money. And I can relate to this. We all know that lab testing can get pretty expensive. This person wants to know if they have a high deductible insurance plan or perhaps no health insurance at all, how can they get low prices on lab work?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a great question. Um, First, people should know that the actual cost of most common lab tests is much lower than they think. So insurance and overhead markups cause the price that people and insurance companies pay to actually be much higher. Uh, it would probably surprise most people to know that most common lab tests can be done for under $10 per test. Hmm. In fact, at our office, we have a membership program where patients can get all of their common lab tests like cholesterol tests, thyroid tests kidney and liver health tests, hemoglobin A1C, which is something that, you know, diabetic patients are monitored with and, and, you know, blood sugar tests completely for free. And the cost for our patients to do that uh, is only $5 per month. And that's enough to completely actually cover our costs. So if you have a high deductible health plan, or if you have no insurance at all, I would recommend that you look for a direct primary care practice Because they're almost always going to offer labs at those low prices or no cost at all. And there is a directory of practices that do this that can be found at accesshealthcaredirect.com. Again, that's accesshealthcaredirect.com. And there's a list of practices that will do that and give the discounted labs all over the country, including, I think, about 50 here in North Carolina.
0: Very good. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. He is Dr. Brian Forrest, board-certified family physician from Apex. This is Access Health Radio, and the time has come, Dr. Forrest, for the Access Health tip of the week. The tip this
1: week is about water, and many people know that our bodies are made up of about 70% water. What people don't know is how important it is to drink enough fluids each day to stay hydrated. You know, many people do not drink enough fluids, and this can lead to kidney damage, dizziness, falls, even heat stroke. Uh, It's really important that people replace the fluids that they lose every day. And most people need to drink an amount in ounces that's half of their body weight in pounds to stay hydrated. So, a good good way to think about that is, you know, it means a two hundred pound person needs to drink half their weight in ounces. So that's 100 ounces of water per day. So that's almost a gallon for somebody that weighs 200 pounds. Um, and I find that many people don't do that. And water is really, you know, it's a very cheap and low side effect medication. So uh, make sure you get enough of that each day to keep yourself healthy.
0: Well, you're right. It's cheap and low side effects. Uh Might make you go to the bathroom a little more, but that's okay. I get it. (laughs) Straight ahead, Dr. Forrest has some final thoughts. We're going to recap what we've talked about today, and our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week is still on the docket taking your questions and Dr. Brian Forrest is answering them here today on Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis. And Dr. Forrest, uh, you know, we do these shows every so often because people do pose medical questions to you. And if they have a question after the show today, or maybe they want to follow up on one of the topics that you have discussed, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Well, if listeners want to send general non-emergent questions and possibly have their question answered on the show, just like we're doing today, uh, they can go to our website at accesshealthradio.com. They can also uh, send an email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. And after the show, if they missed part of the show or if they have a family member that they'd like to hear some of the things we talked about, they can always go and listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com. Uh, they just look at the Access Health Radio section there. And we also now are on Apple Podcast. after the show. I think it takes about an hour to get that uploaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anybody can listen from Apple Podcast to the show uh, anytime they want, you know, right on their phone. And if they'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com, that's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com, or they can call us at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190.
0: All right, we're going to recap some of the information we discussed earlier in our mailbag segment. But right now, Dr. Forrest, it's time for the Access Health Trivia of the Week.
1: Yeah, this week's trivia is about uh, non-surgical cosmetic medical procedures. Uh, so these have gotten more and more popular uh, over the last few years. You know, it used to be if you were going to do any type of cosmetic uh, surgery, uh, it involved surgery and people had to you know, go under the knife and they had to go under anesthesia mm-hmm. and the recovery was significant. And now more and more people are doing these non-invasive uh, procedures in office that don't require any surgery uh, to do everything from tighten skin, you know, remove unwanted body fat, get rid of wrinkles or dark spots, and using technology like laser or IPL. And so the trivia today is about the amount of people doing that. I was shocked to see this number. Hmm. But would you believe that last year over 9 million non-surgical cosmetic procedures like sculpture and icon were performed and people spent 15 billion dollars out of their own pockets for those procedures just last year
0: that's 15 billion with a B that's right Wow wow that is that's a lot of procedures that's a lot of uh, plastic going into plastic although there's no plastic involved with these they're that's non-invasive. Right.
1: That's that. That's right. There's no uh, there's no actual surgery involved in that. So that's that's the reason people are liking it. They're doing
0: it over their lunch hour. (laughs) That's amazing. All right. So we covered a lot of ground today. uh, But let's let's if we can just recap some of the answers from our mailbag questions today. Dr. Forrest, we started off talking about the covid vaccine.
1: Yeah. So uh, the first question was about that. And so what I would say is uh, if you haven't received the covid vaccine yet, I would have a slight preference for Moderna based on the longevity and antibody levels seen in the studies so far, but any one of those is better than nothing. Um, if you got the Johnson Johnson as your first vaccine, I would encourage you based on the studies to get the Moderna as your booster. If you got one of the other two vaccines, either Pfizer or Moderna the first time, I think it's fine to stick with, you know, your initial, uh, uh, vaccine for your booster. Uh, second, if you uh, were thinking, should I get my flu shot or not this year, uh, you should. Uh, it may not be as severe this year due to the precautions people are taking. And I do think it'll be a later flu season, partially because of that, but I think it still makes sense to get the flu shot. Uh, third, we talked about that all fish oil is not the same. Uh, so, what you're looking for if you're going to use fish oil as a supplement, is the EPA only fish oil. And that's been proven to reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease like heart attacks uh, and stroke, while the DHA oil can actually make bad cholesterol worse. Um, So I personally at this point only recommend the EPA only omega-3 fish oil. And there are prescription versions of that. There are also uh, generic versions that you can find at health food stores Uh, over-the-counter as well. Sometimes those are a little more costly, uh, but it is worth getting the EPA only. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, uh, you know, lastly, if you don't have insurance uh, or if you have a high-deductible health plan and you're trying to find an affordable way to get your cholesterol tested or check up the status of your diabetes or your hemoglobin A1C, maybe you've been putting off getting that monitored because of the pandemic, or because of finances, uh, you can get that affordably done through direct primary care practices like ours. And we've actually got a directory of other practices across the whole country, but also in North Carolina, uh, that will offer those lab uh, prices very much at a discounted rate, typically under $10 for most common tests. Uh, and that directory site is accesshealthcaredirect.com. That's A-C-C-E-S-S-H-E-A-L-T-H-C-A-R-E-D-I-R-E-C-T.com, accesshealthcaredirect.com. And most of those practices offer those tests for under $5 each.
0: Very good. If you want to hear today's show again, you can hear it at WPTF.com or follow the link at accesshealthradio.com. Dr. Forrest, that's all the time we have for today.
1: That concludes our show, and hopefully you'll be able to use the answers to these questions to improve your own health or that of a friend or family member. Our scripture this week is truly one of my favorites. It's Matthew 7, verse 7 and 8. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show this week, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.